comes. The latest people, trends, and news on sustainable living in and around our corner of the country. Down to Earth with Mrs. Green. Spotlight on the Southwest. And now, Mrs. Green. Welcome, everybody. You are indeed listening to Down to Earth with Mrs. Green, Spotlight on the Southwest. I'm Gina Murphy-Darling, and I thank you for listening and for being a part of Mrs. Green's world. Of course I do. First, I'd like to thank the sponsor of our show and a great partner of Mrs. Green's world, Tucson Electric Power Company. I can't believe that I'm going to say this, but in the 10 years 10 years I have been partnering with them. TEP has continually expanded their portfolio of clean, renewable resources to help people and to provide safe, reliable, and affordable electric service to our community, and they do it. They are recognized worldwide as an industry leader in this arena in renewable energy, and they continue to invest in innovative, cost-effective renewable programs that offer benefits for all of its customers. And of course, Mrs. Green is going to add for the planet. For the next 30 minutes, we're going to hear quite a bit about proactive stance they take in terms of helping their customers take the most important step when it comes to energy use, how to reduce it. The first R is reduce. Green habits are not only help us lead to a greener planet, but to more green in our pocket. So that's what we're going to be talking about, how to put more green in your wallet by being green. And joining me in studio to share with me some of these great green nuggets is a delightful human being, Leslie Waters, Customer Programs and Community Outreach at TEP. She's got a big job. So welcome, Leslie. It's so fun to have you in the studio. I'm really excited. And I think you can tell when my face is smiling by hearing it in my voice. What do you think? Definitely, and I am so stoked to be here. I know, Thank you. it's really going to be fun. So this is true. There really are small changes that we can make in our behaviors. I say small steps, big impact, if we all do it, that result in good things for our planet and for our budget. That's correct. Going green means you can save green. So living in a climate where we typically have extreme temperatures, one would not say that this winter is that <laughs> extreme temperature. It's you know been pretty toasty, um, especially on the hot end is where we have our extremes. We can count on the 100 degrees many, many days. So some of the things that need to be considered are seasonal. Since we are th- theoretically in our cold season, what do you have to share with us about heating tips? Because we've put the heat on a couple of times here. Yeah, and um, according to the weather, it's supposed to be getting a little cooler over the next few We're days. We're doing the happy dance. Yeah, People in Tucson yeah. go out in the streets and dance when it rains. Yeah, <laughs> so um, we may be turning on that heater soon. Yes. So here's a, just a few of the t- tips that we often give to our customers to help keep that their power bill low. Keep the heat in and the cold out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We want to make sure that they are using their energy efficiently. Um, so most homes in this climate have ceiling fans or oscillating fans. You want to make sure that in the, in the winter you change the ceiling fan blades so that they rotate clockwise. I never think of that. Yeah. I, I never think I of that. And that's reminded. so that it brings the heat that rises down. 
Yes, correct. So in the summer, it's the opposite. Got it. Yep, yep. That's the exact reason. I'm going to make a note for Mr. Green because that's in his department. <laughs> <laughs> and be safe on the ladder. On the ladder, yes. <laughs> yeah. Safety first. That's why it's his department. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, and that will allow you to set your thermostat a few degrees lower. Yes. So it makes so much yeah. sense because it's always hot up by the ceiling. Exactly, exactly. Then secondly, make sure that you change your air filter every month. Set a reminder on your phone. Put a remi- Every month? Every month in our climate. Wow. Likely. Uh, yeah, with the dust, with the pollutants, with um, if you have pets, especially with the hair and the dander, you're going to want to change it every month. It's to keep your HVAC, if, if you have an HVAC unit, it's to keep it running. It's most efficient in its most efficient manner. And if it's not running efficiently, then you're going to be using more power to have Sucking that. Sucking more air, harder, yeah. all that stuff. And if you ever, I, I try not to, but unfortunately I've been around when our air filters have been changed and you look at it and you think that gunk could have been in my lungs. Yep, yep. And thank God for the air filters. So we need to really, real. I had no idea it was monthly. I thought you did it seasonally. They so shockers for Mrs. Green yep. here, They used Leslie. to recommend seasonally, and now they're changing their recommendation to monthly. So every time you, you pay your power bill, go and change that air filter. You know, I want to think about cost, and my answer to that would be, I'm going to answer my own question, and you can add in if you want. It is a cost, but the alternative is your health. It's your health and... If and the health of your pets. The health of your pets, the health of, if you have children especially, we live in a very Older high, people, older which people. would not be me. We live in, a, I used to be on the board of the American Lung Association. We live in a very um, dense area for people with lung disease, asthmatic, COPD. So we need to make sure that the air in the home stays healthy. I was talking to you earlier about Gary Gibson from mm-hmm. Russet Southwest and won't be able to talk about for him a long time, but he died very suddenly. And one of the things that our partnership, he taught me so much, and he said about um, upper respiratory disease is the third cause of death in Pima County. Yeah. So if you're thinking about how much this air filter costs, thinking how much a hospital stay would cost, lost work and hospital bills and all that. So that is a great one. And that is absolutely news to me. And I hope people are listening. Invest in your health. Okay. Yep. Um, and it'll also keep your energy consumption. Yes, power yes, below, yes, so. yes. You save money too. That's yes. oh, right. It's energy efficiency and yes. saving money green in your wallet. Um, you want to also keep your heating outlets and return out air grill free from obstruction. Some people realize that those um, grills on the bottom of the wall, um, they don't realize that that's actually uh, sucking in air. So you need to keep stuff. You need to keep away, away, away from, from it. Don't front put of it. a okay. chair or couch. I'm going to do an inspection. It. Maybe you can come around with me before you leave to make sure <laughs> all ours are uncovered. Okay. Um, and then for fireplaces, I know people in our area love to, especially on those one or two really cold nights. My guilt runneth over. Like to use the fireplace. Um, it smells good. It feels good. It makes you feel like you. We actually have soul. a winter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have not caved yet. It's like yeah. no, it's fifty six. You don't need a fire in the fireplace, says Mister Green. They Basically, are, it's more like, are you nuts? They are very pretty, and they're 
designed and modified, but most likely they still are very inefficient heating units. And they pollute the atmosphere they big time. Atmosphere Let's be honest. And, and outside the home. So um, use it for ambience only. Keep the damper closed when not using it and make sure you clean the big, huge thing. and damp, like with the damper often. Thanks for bringing that up and making me feel guilty, Leslie. I really appreciate <laughs> I, it. This is a guilt session. I am so happy about that, but it's it's a good reminder. And Beth Gorman, her ears are ringing because she just says fireplaces. Ah, And there are more eco-friendly logs like Jason Tankersley from Fairfax. He has a much cleaner burning mm-hmm. brick that I feel guilt less guilty about. Yeah. Okay. So don't use it to heat the room. Come on, yeah. give me a break. Yeah. Yeah, just for the <laughs> ambiance only. Yeah. Um, and finally for heating, um, the limit the limit the use of the portable space heaters. Uh, if you have to have them, use them for a short time only, not to heat the room. That's not what they're designed for. Just small areas. They Are they energy intensive? Is that why? They're energy intensive. They're not designed to heat an entire home. Okay. Um, and I actually had one, and I was using it um, at a, a workplace a while, long time ago, and uh, it was drawing so much energy that it um, arced through the cord. So, oh, yeah, you need to be. They they make them better nowadays, a lot better. Um, with the ceramic and everything on the inside, but they're just not designed to be on constantly. Okay, so let me ask you this. Like when we go to my daughter's house in Taos, their house is colder than we like it, which I totally understand. Mm -hmm. She is a true greenie, very, very ecologically Mm -hmm. astute. And in our room, there's a little space heater. So is it okay? Like what we did when we were there, we put it on at night, heated the room and turned it off instead of trying to heat the whole house. Yeah. yeah Is that an effective use? For. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But to heat, no, not, not constant, not a constant yeah. heating source. Okay. Those are great ones. Yeah. Really. I'm sure consumers are doing the happy dance along with me because I am one. So yeah. it's like, these are good reminders or new information yep. um, or, you know, in your case, guilt tripping. <laughs> um, so we hear quite a bit about is that the is that the heating tips? I don't want to cut you off, but I want to make sure we get some other stuff. Is yeah, that most free? okay? That's the main ones um, yeah, that I wanted to share. Okay, and the, another thing is, um, you know, there's the nest and the egg and the chicken and all of these things that are these thermostats. And I don't think everybody in the HVAC industry agrees. Most people do. Like some people are passionate about them. So what about programmable? thermostats. Are they energy efficient? Are they better for us to have in our homes? And if so, why is that? Okay. Well, we actually suggest that people use programmable programmable thermostats. Okay. Um, We're not really necessarily saying you should use one over the other. A brand, just programmable. As long as you can program it. Okay. Um, And the reason is... um, the U.S. Department of Energy recommends a setting of 68 degrees uh, for comfortable during this time of the year. Right. Okay. But some people like to set it lower when you're not there and you're not occupying the house. Right. Or lower when you're sleeping. And so they'll set that at that set point. Got it. And then 
more than often, they'll forget to reset it. Got that one too. Yeah, I do. I do that. <laughs> yes. And I all of that. a sudden, you are hot or cold. You're hot or and cold, and that's one of the worst things you up. can do. And you right? get back yes. up, and you set it up. Okay. Okay. And you're rarely consistent at the numbers that you're setting it to. With a programmable thermostat, you can set it to, okay, I typically go to bed at nine o'clock. I want it to start cooling the house at this time, heating the house at this time. Uh, you know you go to work at a certain time, you can set it to that, and it does it for you. The HVAC will, or the thermostat will start sending messages to the HVAC. So the house me away. Is, is called smarter than I am. <laughs> yeah, it'll start cooling, pre-cooling the house. So it is cool by that time. Because it knows when you're coming because home. Because it knows when you're coming home. The smarter the thermostat. Does it know if you don't come home? Um, you, <laughs> I think some of them some do. Some of them do. They're getting smarter <laughs> because they use geolocation um, techniques like with your phone. And you yeah, it's the Alexa of, of yeah. your thermostat. They're always listening and watching. Okay. So if you allow it to track you, <laughs> yeah, it can um, know if you're home or not. And it's really not telling anyone except no. <laughs> your heating. It's not, no. it's not reporting it to some source in Washington. <laughs> no, but then it would not heat your home. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. But that's huge. And I don't know why we don't have one. And it's it's on the to-do list. We've done a lot of stuff mm -hmm. with Russet to get our house air air friendly. Like yeah. indoor air quality is top. It's top notch. But that's a really another enhancement. I have the higher you know efficiency toilets. Now it's time to move on that, especially when it's when it's hot. And it's all um, most of the th smart thermostats and most of the programmable ones have some kind of smart feature these days where you can log on to your phone. So if you forget to have it set to a programmable, you turned it off for some reason and you turned it down and you remember and you're out you're out at a party or you're in a different town, you can turn it I on I can barely stand it. You can tell it you're coming home. You know, my dear friend, Mortimer King, Kelly's husband, he loves to show off about mm -hmm. his energy system. It's really great. The energy specialist took care of their house. And I said, Mort, what are you doing? He says... Oh, I'm changing the thermostat. Mm -hmm. I'm like on your phone, dude, outside in the backyard. So it, I love it. it I embrace it. And I want to ask you, how complicated is it to learn it? It's like, not complicated I'm a techno, at all. No, zero. Nope. They, uh, I know the few user interfaces that I've played around with in my job when they came to show us. They were very user friendly. Okay. Very okay. user friendly. Okay. That's really, really good to know. Yeah. And they really help conserve energy. And I get that. If you're putting your thermostat up really up high at during the summer and then coming home and trying to cool it off, I know that it takes massive more mm -hmm. your peak time. Yeah. And they don't recommend that. So I yeah. definitely learned that in this journey. And if you know, if we have any like social media posts where we're actually recommending one, or um, giving rebates for one in the future. We have thoroughly looked at it and- And you're gonna call me. Yes, we will call you, of course. <laughs> but we wanna make sure that- Oh, um, I've gotta call Mrs. Green it, and then yeah. she can talk about it on her show. <laughs> yeah. But that it's user-friendly for yes. our customers. And that matters because that some matters. people are afraid of technology. I am certainly not as afraid of it as I used to be, but I don't want something complicated. Like I don't know how no. to reset my alarm for my house, it's always, I have to call them. 
because mm-hmm. I don't have to do it very often. So that kind of, and it is not easy. There's no. like too many buttons. I don't know what they mean. And I'm like, okay, ADT, can you help me? Yeah. Okay. Lights. Lights. We yes. all use them. We do. We all have them. They use energy. They do. Shocking amounts in terms of the heat. When I yes. finally got convinced to go to CFLs, not LEDs yet, in some of our lights, it blew me away. Just mm-hmm. reading that it was not hot as heck with this, you know, 100 watt bulb. Yeah. So tell me about lights and how do we save money, put money in our pocket with our lighting. It's really a top tip. Definitely. So on your power, um, your energy bill, power bill, the two most um, items that are affected when you're trying to reduce are going to be your HVAC unit and your lighting. Right. Probably in that order. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And so once you have a awesome, rare to go, just checked out, HVAC, clean. clean HVAC unit. New air filters. New air filters. <laughs> you're out of the chute. Yeah. Um, no or clean ducts, no obstructed. Uh, right, right. You know, <laughs> Put the lights on. Yes. Um, you want to check your lights. A few years back, uh, almost everybody had incandescent light bulbs. I know. Yeah. Those were those, they were really pretty looking. Yeah, um, they, they were. Had, That's um, even a nice word, yeah. incandescent. <laughs> yeah. And um, they came often in different colors and they gave off a nice warmth. Softer. Like you said. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but they cost a lot. They cost a lot to um, keep on. They didn't last that long. They're absolutely a company that I researched the heck out of most of them. In that time, it's planned obsolescence. Yeah. Make the filament as thin as you can so light bulbs break and yep. you have to replace them. Yep. Very comforting. And when they break, uh, it's unsafe. Yeah. So You don't have to get hazmat, but you really have to be yeah, sure cleaning it up. You have to be yeah. very sure of cleaning it up. Right. So... Next came CFLs, and uh, CFLs actually reduced the power usage 75%, 60 to 75. It got better over time. I mean, do you hear that number? Mm-hmm. 60 to 75%. Very significant. Big number for yes. compact fluorescent light bulb. Yeah, and those are the little spirally yeah. light bulbs. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, and they started coming in different, like white, soft, you know, soft light, three-way. And I was calling time. them different candles, but it's strengths. Yeah. Because I didn't want them because in the beginning there was a glitch. There yep. was a glitch. There and was. And they were not, you couldn't read by them. I'm like, I'm nope. not getting those. And then somebody from TEP said, have you tried one in the past like four years, mm-hmm. Gina? So we did. And they're, and you can, I, you can get them like a three-way. Mm-hmm. It can go, you know, little light, medium light, bright light. Okay. So they've changed and people changed. really should give them a shot. They if really they don't should. have them at the very least. They should. Um, with them, when they break... You need to be extra cautious you with do. them too. You do. Um, you we promote that we have uh, sites at both um, Home Home Depot and Lowe's where you can go and recycle. If they break, you just put them in a bag and you can go recycle them there, and they'll properly recycle them. Uh, just a plain old paper bag. It's yeah. really better. First of all, I would never say plastic bag oh, on the air. Yeah, sorry. But a paper bag. Paper bag is, is really better. Yeah. Okay. Um. And then more recently, it, they have come out with an LED. And they're that, unreal. Yeah, they're crazy. It's basically. <laughs> they're crazy. It's, they are a thing. It is a computer chip inside of a light bulb. Looking, <laughs> like in really. my lifetime. Yeah. 
in a frame of a light bulb. And they also come in colors now. They come in um, soft white, um, clear. They come in different, you know, shapes, sizes, everything that a normal light bulb would come in. They look like a light bulb uh, that you're used to, the incandescents. They do not give off heat, and they reduced the power usage to 90%. I mean, I hope people are absorbing this. Yes. I mean, that's that's money in your pocket Yes, for some money well spent. Yes. And even the price, it used to be, to me, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The price keeps coming down and down and down. Yep. And tell me about how much longer they last. They la- they're guaranteed to last up to 25 in depending on which level you get 15,000 hours or 25,000 hours the ones that if you see us in the community doing um lighting events and we hand them out um those are 25,000 hours that they're guaranteed to last in your socket i know i at those events i put disguises on and go up and get multiple bulbs <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh no this is my first time here i'll take another bulb <laughs> tep is solely led now so um, unreal. We will only be handing out and distributing LEDs. So that's huge. So we think that is what's best for our customers. And again, a, an example of TEP being good storage of the community. And what I always say to people, they think it's their community too because they live in it. Mm-hmm. All the employees there, they care deeply. So that's why they do a lot of these good things mm-hmm. for all the right reasons. Yeah. Energy efficiency. And it doesn't always mean that TEP is going to make money on these changes. That's one of the things that we have no. to really be honest about. No. Okay. Nope. So what other tricks might you have up your sleeve about energy efficiency and how to save money? Do you have anything still up there that you haven't shared with us yet? Because I'm loving this. Yes, I have a few. um, You want to make sure the caulking around your door frames are... Yes, you know, up to par, and that the yes, like weather, weather stripping, stripping thing. Okay, got it. Windows that they're all up to date, um, and choose insulated metal or fiberglass door as a replacement. That's gonna say that again. An insulated metal or fiber fiberglass door. So, like for us, we have two big glass doors. I mean, it is on a shaded porch. So we're not switching to metal. But in that case, would you recommend really great double-pane windows? Double or triple, yeah. Triple-pane windows? They even have triple nowadays, yeah. Okay, okay. So that's a big one too. Not just... And this house, shockingly, is really, when we had a a TEP audit, Mm -hmm. pretty energy efficient. And it's Mm -hmm. just shocking since there's so many windows. But the people who built it, at least they put them on the right side. Most of our windows face north. Mm -hmm. We have no windows on the west side, which in Tucson, that's a really smart thing. Yes. And um, most of them are north and east and, and a few south, but it's the best. So, okay, that's really good. Those are some good tricks up our sleeve to know about replacing them. Okay. So let's talk about if we have like another three hours. Um, <laughs> people see me and they say, oh my gosh, you know, you're everywhere, which I try to make people know that I'm out in the community because I am a community activist at events. And sometimes like by November, there are those of us that are seeing each other and we're dragging each other out of the cars and TEP staff included in that saying, oh my gosh, we have three more events this year because Tucson is an event town. It is. Now, it used to be like from September. Now it starts in the middle of August and it goes 
nonstop. It's non. It's yeah, nonstop. It's, non-stop. it's non-stop. like you know, Christina Polishka will say, "I have had to work four weekends in a row." And yeah. I'm like, "Welcome to my world." Yep. Um, so it's a lot. So tell us some. You know, we don't have to establish that you're great community partners because if anybody goes to anything or reads mm-hmm. or looks at you know events, TEP is a sponsor on hundreds of them. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of them. So can you highlight some of the most recent fun and exciting events? Yeah. Um, and I hope I was at at least one of them. So don't shame oh, me. You're I'm on sure air. you were. <laughs> um, and these are just inter- energy efficiency events. We also have um, other groups, which is the renewable group. They do their own right. events. They have their own We have our staff. philanthropy and our cat group. Right. So, Wendy, Erica. Yeah. We have a crazy amount of different groups to, Going out right. into the community. Right. There's is, a lot of wheels on this yes. bus. <laughs> um, so energy efficiency, we were at Winter Haven for about eight Indeed, days in I December. Was. Yeah. Fun. TEP was the main sponsor for that and will be. Family, fun, free. Yep. I can't go on and on more about it. Our yep. whole family went and we invited friends and we did one of those you know, p- pedal things. Yeah. The queen did not pedal. That's probably <laughs> the best way. I don't think they wanted me to, but I sat in a chair and I was you like, shouldn't. no, I'm not going to work for my experience. Well, <laughs> I work enough. Yeah. And um, felt guilt-free. You should. It was so much fun. And for those listeners that do listen to me, us outside of Tucson, it's a neighborhood in Tucson that the entire neighborhood gets behind the most amazing Christmas and Hanukkah mm-hmm. decorations that you can imagine. And they have, um, they used to have, um, well, they, no, they had horse rides this time. They did. I thought they did. Maybe they not. They did. Nope. They, they did, did. Uh, hay rides. Yeah. They had hay rides and um, ours was not a hay ride, but and then they have walking nights and they have community food bank collections. I mean, it's great. So yeah, I was at that one. Thank God, no shaming here. (laughs) Nope, no shaming. And then we um, participated with the bilingual newspaper and their um, Festival de Gracias. How awesome that is too. I did not attend that. Yeah. Um, And we were able to hand out um, some packs of like light bulbs and um, things to help families there. Um, We were at uh, Oro Valley Music Festival. I know, and we missed that this year because there was a conflict, but that is humongous. I can't imagine what you had to give out at that. Well, what we um, did there is we did a social media like post, and um, while we were there, we got people to tweet and uh, like us on Facebook. Love it. And for every like on Facebook for this post that we were working with YMCA of Tucson, we will be donating um, up to $10,000, or not $10,000, 10,000 light bulbs to the YMCA this year for them to give to low-income families. And see, that's so so in, 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 in integrated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so you're doing a really good thing, you're there, it's fun, and then you make something good out of it. Yeah. Okay, I love that. Um, I can't imagine, and I don't want to put you on the spot, but what about El Tour? El Tour, we, um, Energy Efficiency did not participate, but TEP had its own team of riders. I knew I saw them. Yeah, they were all decked out. I was there with the children's clinics. Yep. All those kids, those handicapped, multiple handicapped kids, they had, I think, 68 kids register and got their bikes decorated and you know El Tour is another nationally known internationally known um, bike race one of the best in the country 
I am in shock. Mm-hmm. We just got the two-minute warning. Oh, whoa. Holy smokes. We didn't even get to trees. No. Should we do trees or upcoming events? You have to speed talk now. Okay. <laughs> uh, we have a couple upcoming events. We will be at Festival of Books. No kidding. I'll be there. Okay. So find us there. We'll in be, March. Yes. You can find it on our websites. And then SciFest. Oh, yeah. SciFest. Yes. SciFest oh. and then the Edible Shade Tree event. On the 2nd of February, or no, the 11th of February. The edible shade tree? Yes, um, with the watershed management group. group. Love them, have had them on the show. They, you'll love this. They um, have a nursery come in and they show people how to use mesquite pods to make pancakes. Know about this. Yes. Yes. So they do, it's we are amazing. a sponsor. So mesquite as a food source. Yes. And we'll okay. be giving away trees there. Okay, awesome. Giveaway trees. You have to know that shade trees help you save your energy bill because it provides shade, not rocket science. Okay, if this isn't proof that time flies when you're having fun, <laughs> I do not know what it is. If you are interested in hearing more tips, it's so easy. Visit TEP.com. They have a search bar. Thank you, Jen, for or whoever did that website to make it so user-friendly. Yep. Uh, July 23rd, Annie Ryu, Jackfruit. Just wait, a big fruit on a big mission. And on January 25th, Lance Meeks and Tara Carmody, Sustainable Futures, Youth Services that Enrich Lives from Goodwill of Tucson. More of my favorites. Leslie, was this fun? It was amazing. And Thank informative. You. Thanks. Thanks.